only 10 times have the S&P been up 15% or more in the first half. Right now, we had about 14. We're not at 15 yet. Right? Close higher for close higher for four-year high, 10 out of 10 times. Average gain up is 23% by the end of the year. All right, let's go a little further. Now, here's what I want us to look at. When we look at the um the S&P 500, when we look at the S&P 500, we see that it is up. It's up 14.53%. We also see the equal weighted mean the overall is only up 3.96%. Again, it goes back to me showing y'all this right here. Let's put that on the screen so they can see it. So here's what I want them to understand. I want you to understand this right here, and it's important. If you take away those big companies, right? Watch this. So the S&P is up 14.53%. The equal weighted is up only 3.96%. So if you took away, if you took away those top 10 companies, you would probably only have a 3% upside on the S&P 500. This is what I talk about when we talked about rolling recession. This is what I talked about, about us not getting caught up in the bull market hype and uh, mania. I don't, I want us to look at the real data of what's ahead of us, y'all. All right, let's go a little further, man. All right, so trap jumping for the first half, advance and decline. We see the S&P 500 is strong. We see the mid-cap companies is modest, and we see the small-cap companies is modest. Why am I saying that? Right, The reason why I say that is because mid-cap is under the S&P, and the small-cap is the Russell 2000. They are modest, meaning they're up pretty decent. They are right. They're not bad. They're not amazing. But again, it shows us if we take away them big companies, and I keep saying that because... We're at a point now where we're seeing NVIDIA, Facebook, we're seeing these companies up 100 and some percent, 200 and some percent. At some point, they got to cool off. Right now, what I will not say is that they can't run the rest of the year. But what I will say is there'll be a pullback. And at some point, the pullback will create another opportunity for us. But I don't want us to be trying to buy these things at all time highs. Because we think it's going to keep running. Get out of that FOMO. Get out of that FOMO. All right, let's go a little further. All right, cash money. The money, cash money is only better here than Navy. Navy and me. All right, still competition for stocks. So remember, cash is up nearly 5%. Short-term treasury is up at 5%. And the S&P earnings yield is at 5%, meaning the earnings in the S&P the earnings in the S&P is up 5%. So what it's telling us is cash and treasuries are giving earnings in the S&P a run for their money. All right, let's go a little further. Man, this is good information, man. This is some good information, man. I ain't going to lie. All right, now this is important. This is important. This is really, 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 really important. Look at this. The prophets tell us the story. The prophets tell us the story. Now, we talking about earnings growth right here. Here's what we see. In Q4, earnings were down 32%, meaning when we go into earnings seasons, 
What was it looking like? Who was down? Who was up? What was it looking like? Earnings were down 32%. Q1, we saw earnings up 0.03%. All right. Q2, 2023, earnings are down, right? Because earnings are almost over. Earnings are down 5.6%. We're giving you data, y'all. And I'm explaining to y'all what that means. Now, here's the outlook. This is an estimated outlook. Here's the estimated outlook. Q3, which is the quarter we're in right now, they see earnings going up 1.6%. That's a big turnaround. Now, they're seeing a big turnaround because they feel like a lot of stuff is going to happen. What's pushing that turnaround? AI stocks. That's pushing the growth, right? Then they're saying for Q4, earnings will be up 9.65%, right? So they're saying that if we're looking at the money, we're looking at the economy, earnings tell the tale. Right now we're looking at, so if you don't know what earnings is, so every quarter, every company that's listed has to report how much money they made. There's a, there's an estimate if earn, we want to see earnings going up. Earnings going up every year tells us that we are making money as an economy. Let's have a stop right here. Shout out to Drewski. Say, I just copped three tickets for the L.A. show, man. Let's clap for that, man. Like, we the only one doing live show with this much production. Like, we bar none. We just different. We not in competition with nobody. To see somebody that looks like us talk about stocks, because I had never seen that before. You know, we buy during the drought. And in recession, is the best time to buy. I'm doing a whole bunch of wealth up in here, y'all. Someone who gave me raw and uncut information. I know how to break down a company. I know how to invest. Being a more confident investor. That Wall Street does look like us. No cliche. I will no longer fertilize my fears. That financial trauma has to be broken. We got to understand that we are more than consumers. One share at a time can change your life. What we doing? What we doing? We're printing money, baby. I think over the last couple of years, um, just being in America has made everyone realize that there's no such thing as job security. It's time to take accountability. It's time to be responsible. It's time to make the sacrifices. It's time to put in the work because this time it done got worse. Because this time ain't no saving you. I love my team, man. All right, but check it. So every quarter, every company has to tell us what they putting out. For us, we want to see that every year. We want every quarter, we want to see the company's earnings are growing as a whole, right? So we want to see that in totality. So when we look at a company like when we see the earnings are down in 2022 to end the year, but 2023 up 0.03%. That's a good swing. But when we come back in Q2 and see that earnings are down by 5.6%, that kind of puts the market in a difficult place. That makes, so that tells us now, what is it that driving the market? Here's what I want us to understand. 
Stock price has nothing to do with the earnings of a company. Stock prices have nothing to do with the earnings of a company. Stock prices have everything to do with investor emotions. Investor emotions dictate stock prices. All right. Because what we saw was Q2, we saw stocks running, but that was based on reports. So now we get to see that. So now they're saying Q3 and Q4, they say earnings are going to turn around and be good. This is an estimate. So Jose, I want this to be a mark my word. So we get earnings reports for 2023. I mean, for quarter three, I want us to go back to this. Um, I want us to go back to this slide right here. So this is what? June, so September, when we get earnings, I want us to go back to this slide and see if it matched. You feel me? All right, cool. Let's go a little further. All right, so watch here. Profits tell the story. We're going to dig a little deeper. I want to talk about multiples, right? P.E. ratios. That tells us if the, if, how can I explain it? So that tells us what we are paying for a company's earnings. So when you hear a company is trading at 17 times, that means the company's stock price is 17 times more than what the company is earning. Does that make sense? Market cap does not help stock prices. Market cap don't have, market cap is based on stock prices going up. As the stock price go up, the market cap go up. Market cap has nothing to do with basing on a stock price. Nothing at all. You're kind of wrong on that one, bro. Market caps don't help stocks. You know, market caps only go up as stocks go up. As the stock go up, the market cap go up. As the stock go down, the market cap goes down. Uh, that's not it. You're kind of wrong on that one, bro. All right, so listen to this. So if a stock is trading at 17 times earnings, that means that the stock is trading at 17 times with its earning. So watch this. We see the Dow, the S&P, and the NASDAQ, right? Watch this. Watch this. Yeah, the market cap only tell you how big the company is. Watch this. It doesn't even tell you how big the overall company is. It tells you how big the company is based on the stocks that it put on the market. Y'all make that make sense, right? So the market cap tells you how big the company is based on the stocks that they have on the market. Watch this. If I do an IPO and I decide to only put not my whole company, so they may say, trap, your company's worth $100 billion, right? We're going to speak that into existence. I say, okay, cool. The company's worth $100 billion. I only want to put 30% of my company on the market. So they'll take 30% of that 100 million, they'll give it a stock price, they'll put that on the market, and now my market cap, not the total company work, but the market cap is based on the stock that I put on the market and the stock price that it goes up for. Ooh, that was good right there. That was good right there. That was good after I said it. God damn. I'm gonna smoke y'all late on that one, you hear me? I'm like a referee in the game. I thought that was a good one after I called the foul. Like, damn, that was a good call. All right, but thank y'all for asking me questions. That's how y'all know this is a live show because I be answering y'all questions in the chat, man. And that's why I too to be mad. That's why I too to be mad. That's why I too to be mad. So I hope that gave y'all some clarity right there. Right, so let's go a little further right here. Now, Right here, you see they are talking about indexes as a whole, or we'll say indices, right? 
Watch this. So what it's telling us is January 1st, the Dow Jones was trading at 16.5 multiple, which means the Dow Jones as a whole, meaning all the company's earnings combined, was trading at 16 times. Now, today it's trading at 17 times, which means the Dow Jones Industrial Index is trading as a whole 17 times more than what the companies combined are earning. Damn, that's good. We talking right now. We teaching right now. We teaching right now. So right now, the S&P 500, now I'm going to give y'all some game too. The S&P 500 started the year at 16 times multiple, 16 and a half multiple. Right now, the S&P is trading at a 20 times multiple. So that means that all the companies on the S&P 500 right now are trading combined 20 times more than what it's worth. Here's how you know, watch this. Here's how you know if a company or an index or an indice is high, overvalued, or not overvalued. Here's how you know why. You will go look at the average P.E. ratio for the S&P. So the average P.E. ratio for the S&P is between 14 and 617. It's between 14 and 17. That's the average P.E. ratio of the S&P 500. Between 14 and 17. So if the S&P right now is trading at a 20x multiple, that means the S&P right now as a whole is overvalued. I just taught some games just now. I just taught you some games just now. So now if you won't know, is the S&P overvalued or undervalued? You go look at what the multiple is it's trading at, okay? The S&P is trading at a 20 times multiple, okay? It started the year off at a 16 times multiple. So that let me know we ended the year on a low note. That means the S&P ended the year trading close to its multiple between 16 and 17. That mean it was trading in its average range. So if we at mid-year, that means the S&P done added three multiples to what it was doing, right? So if it's trading at a 20-time multiple right now, that means the S&P is overvalued. Same thing with the NASDAQ. It's trading at 22x, 22 times multiple, 22 and a half multiple at the beginning of the year. What you go do is go look up what is the average P.E. or multiple for the NASDAQ, which is the QQQ or the NASDAQ. Boom, you figure out what that multiple is, and when you get that multiple, you compare it to what the current multiple is, and now you don't got to ask trap, is the QQQ overvalued? Is the S&P overvalued? You go look at the average multiple compared to what it's doing right now, and that alone will tell you if it's overvalued or not. What's good, fam, man? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper, man. Listen, we are going on tour. That's right, man. The recession tour is going to be crazy. Listen, I'm breaking out my personal financial breakdown so you can see exactly how my accounts are set up, how my financial strategies got me set up, and you actually get the workbook of that content 
once you come to the tour. If you on that VIP, man, you get to have that content for yourself, man. Listen, man, Trapping Tuesdays, the recession tour is coming to a city near you. We coming to New Orleans. We coming to Atlanta. We coming to LA. We coming to Houston. We coming to New York. Philly and Chi-Town. Listen, we understand so much is going on in the economy right now. So many people are getting hit, whether it's the 401ks, retirement plan, portfolio before the recession. Listen, I want to walk you through the journey and not just empower you, but I want to equip you. I want to financially stimulate you. I want you to breathe life into your last name and turn it to an asset. Now is the perfect time. We are the financial revolutionaries, man. Get your tickets, man. It's $97. Get in the room, man. For the recession tour, we want to leave you with a notebook full of notes that you can use the next day. You got to make the small investment right now that's going to pay dividends for a lifetime, man. We're going to be the last ones to get it out the mud so everybody behind us can get it out the market.